Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. Today, I had an amazing conversation with our client, Linda Green. And uh, Linda is 75 years old, and we just talked about her desire to age in a very healthy way and to continue to travel and be active and healthy. So we talked about different things that she's doing around that and balancing that with her love of food and all different types of cuisine. We talked about some great little strategies that she uses on a regular basis to to really promote health, her own health, and uh, to continue her ability to move and travel for the rest of her life and uh, really enjoy the food at the same time. So I think you will get a lot out of this episode. Hello, Linda. Thank you so much for being here today on the podcast. Hi, Jill. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey. So I'll start off by asking you, what is what has been one thing that's been very meaningful for you in your journey toward health? Well, I am in my 75th year, which uh, in and of itself is quite amazing to me. I know mm-hmm. in my head, I'm 25, but my body, yeah. and for a long time, my body didn't really tell me my age. And now mm-hmm. I find it's getting to the point where I really am very aware of it. And that's mm-hmm. hard. It's, it's very hard to come to terms with aging and your aging body and how that affects you and, and in your mind. And also, you know, mortality creeps in there. So um, all of that um, makes a difference. And I am trying to do everything I can think of to do to feel better, to um, look better. I care about that. Mm -hmm. And to be as healthy as I can for as long as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, I was my mother's caregiver, um, not day to day, but I'm the one who took her to the doctor and so on in her last years, in her last 20 years mm-hmm. or so. And mm-hmm. I watched her journey and her issues and her problems. And I liked to think I was going to avoid a lot of that. But lo and behold, I'm you know seeing some of it catching up with me. So uh, it's very important to me to try to maintain quality of life as long as I can. And I, yeah. I, I don't want to end up you know as immobile. I mean, my mother had her mental health till the end, but other things started to go downhill. And it's it's daunting because you can see what's ahead and you don't want that. So you want as much good health as you can get as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. And so what are some of the things that you're doing now that you feel like are, you know, helping you out in that area? I totally get what you're saying. My my father's 79 and and when you see your parents aging, you say, okay, well, you know, <laughs> I want to I be as healthy as I can, but, you know, aging is aging, right? I mean, it's the sort of, some of it is just inevitable. Uh, so what are some of the things that you're doing? My mother had mobility problems and I used to say, well, I walk all the time. I'm not going to get right. those mobility problems. And for a fact, she had knee replacements. My knees are good, but the rest of me isn't so good, so. It's a struggle. But um, I, well, I've done a lot of different things. I mean, other than joining your program, which has been a very good thing. And through your program, I've found Pongo and I've started doing Pongo work as well. So Wonderful. I'm happy awesome. about uh, both of that. Well, I had a, a physical trainer in NIAC, a weight, you know, did weight training 
for a number of years with this guy. I met him at the New York Sports Club, and then he opened a studio. And you should know him, actually. He's a wonderful, wonderful guy right on Broadway in Nyack, right off okay. of Broadway's on Hudson. And um, now I'm not there, so I can't work with him. And so I don't know if I'll continue with Pongo indefinitely because it's very expensive. But I do love, you know, doing the work with the trainer and I do like the trainer very much. And I have to resume. I had stopped because I was going away, but that's been a good thing. Is that helping with your structural issues? Well, it's, it's how it is. Yes. Um, I would help more if I weren't in so much pain because it's hard to do the workouts Mm -hmm. when you're in the pain. And I decided to stop because although I think long-term it's going to benefit me very much short-term, um, I needed to kind of get as well as I could before I went on this trip. And I thought that might be exacerbating Mm -hmm. some pain. So I stopped for a bit, but long-term I know that my my whole future really depends on being mobile and uh, healthy. Yes. And I need, I need core strength and I need balance and I need the things right. that they can help me attain. So there's yeah, no question. The I stability need to, stuff. If it's not that I need to do physical therapy here, some kind of training, weight training mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I do other things. I have a, a massage therapist who kind of is crucial to my life and she's here and when I say here, I'm mm-hmm. in between two places in Florida, which doesn't make life easier. But I have a <laughs> massage therapist in Punta Gorda, and I have an acupuncturist in Sarasota. And they both, uh-huh. you know, help with some of these um, pains and aches and pains and issues. Yeah. That. So, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. you know, I just was on the phone with a contemporary yesterday. And we were going through all our, you know, what are we doing and how are we trying to get better? And, you know, what kinds of ways are we working on our health? Because it becomes, you know, it's not a, not a, it's not just a joke that old people talk about their health. That's kind of where we talk about. You know? well, how are you? Uh, well, usually, this, yeah. <laughs> my sciatica. Yeah, exactly. But now, what about, tell me about your relationship with food. How, yeah. how are, I know that you, you in very much enjoy good food. Well, I, I put it as it's been a lifelong love affair with food. I, I have never been yeah, skinny in my that. life. I have always been complimented for my eating as a child. My father's highest mm-hmm. compliment, he would say to people, well, she's really good with a knife and fork. <laughs> and, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, a lot of my eating habits come down to my interest in food stems from his interest in food and his mother's interest in food. And the two of them had a profound effect on my development. Mm. And so um, I love I love to eat interesting food. I like to experiment. I like to try new foods. I love all the ethnic mm-hmm. foods that you can think of. I never met a food mm-hmm. I didn't like. I mean, you know, I mean, food in particular, mm-hmm. but ethnic, you know, like uh, types of food. I never met one that I didn't like. And it's hard because... My passion is uh, my private, you know, when I wasn't working, I was traveling since I'm 21. I've been doing a great deal of traveling and now it's my business. Mm -hmm. And so when I travel, it's very hard to keep the weight off, even though I walk more. And all this time I had a hard time walking in the past, I would walk more and that would help mitigate the gain. 
but mm-hmm. I would eat three meals a day. And, and, you know, I do a lot of cruising. I've done about 80 cruises. And I've said, wow. you know, on a cruise ship is the one place in the world where I have dessert with three meals. First of all, I eat three meals. And <laughs> second of all, I have dessert with all three of them. And that's uh-huh. the reality. You know, when you go to the cruise ship buffet, you've got breakfast and whatever you want, all kinds of food. And then you end up with the Danish and the chocolate croissants and so on. And then it just gets worse from there all through the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, I tend to put on a few pounds when I travel. And then whether I can get it off or not before the next trip is kind of uh, always right. a challenge. Yeah. So your strategy to keep it off is the walking and just being physically active. Normally, that has been your strategy. Well, normally, that's been part of my strategy. Changing, I mean, obviously, when, as I just said, when I'm traveling, and especially when I'm cruising, I have different habits than when I'm home. I not only don't eat dessert Mm -hmm. at breakfast, when I'm home, I don't eat breakfast. Because part of my strategy to keep the weight off is to not, uh, to, to do the intermittent fasting. So I don't eat mm-hmm. until noon, which works mm-hmm. for me at home, but right. it does not work for me when I'm traveling. And so I just right. spent three weeks, you know, eating not just breakfast, but a lot of breakfast. And that's when I, you know, if I did nothing else all day, that was bad, you know, in terms of weight loss or weight maintenance. Right. But I know um, I've gained a lot of knowledge about how to get it off, of what works for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. the intermittent fasting. And I worked, you know, with Emily for months and I gotten a lot out of that because always, well, the mm-hmm. mantra has always been eat more vegetables and eat more beans. Yeah. And uh-huh. those are two, I mean, it's not that I don't eat vegetables, it's that I really haven't focused on it. And I've kind of gotten into a better mindset about eating way more then, then I, you know, if I leave it to myself and I don't have any thoughts about it, my natural inclination is to uh, feast on carbs and uh, some protein mm-hmm. all day. And I'll add in some vegetables, but that's not at all something I focus on. So I have to push myself to do it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I like how um, throughout you've always been kind of like, you know, the the loving all these different types of cuisine and loving food could be you know, it could be a challenge, but it's also something that works in your favor because you're not picky and you'll eat, you know, all different kinds of things. And you, and one thing I appreciated, you know, when you would post on Facebook and stuff, sometimes like you would keep it interesting, you Uh know, like, yes, eat lots of vegetables, but do it in an exciting way. (laughs) (laughs) My, my yoga, I had yoga session yesterday and my yoga, that's another thing I do is yoga. And uh, my yoga teacher Mm -hmm. said, Every morning I had my coffee and looked at your pictures from the day before, and I was so enjoying the food pictures, you know, so mm-hmm. I was uh, busy yeah. entertaining my audience with my food pictures. But um, <laughs> and one thing that's helped me also in recent time is that I've been sharing my life, while well, sharing my life with, with a, a gentleman who um, likes to share food and can't eat certain things, and so that's kind mm-hmm. of helped me to you know, cut back in many ways. Mm-hmm. And this trip I took was with a new travel companion. It was a friend um, I actually knew from Nyack, but have hung out with recently in Sarasota. And mm-hmm. she and I shared almost every meal together. And I don't mean just we sat across the table. I mean, we ordered something that we shared. And um, she's mm-hmm. a little, uh, she's a lighter eater than I am. So she wanted less food than I did, which was good because it pushed me in the same direction that he does, which is 
toward less yes. food. And I've learned, even just from meeting with him, that I don't need as much food as I always thought I did, that I can get away with mm. a lot less. And if the if yeah. the less food, if the smaller portion is something delicious, then that's satisfying. Mm. And especially if it's I love that. Yeah, especially if it's got protein. So I don't I don't want to eat less diet food. I just want to eat much smaller portion <laughs> of delicious food. I love that. Yeah. I mean one of my I would eat every night in Italy, um, I ordered spaghetti with pasta with clams sauce. Because that's one of the mm-hmm. things you see on the pasta menu in Italy, in northern Italy, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, w- there wasn't a menu that didn't have pasta with clams. Well, that's, you know, spaghetti with bungalow is one of my favorite dishes. And they're, mm-hmm. you know, of course, they don't give you an enormous bowl of it. They give you a relatively right. small yeah. amount of pasta and a bunch of clams. And that's not a bad thing. That's good. Right. Yeah. I call it human-sized portions. Yeah, well, they they were, and I mean, they have much more sensible eating patterns over there than we do over here, anyway. But I really, I really, really love what you're saying. I really want to highlight this: the idea that you know, I don't want to eat more diet food. <laughs> like, really, just focusing on eating smaller portions of foods that are highly satisfying. Maybe on a day to day basis, protein, fiber rich, you know, lots of veggies and stuff. But when you travel. Yeah, you know, eat stuff that you enjoy, just a little bit less of it, and really get that that satisfaction from the food. It, it, and and most people do find that they need a lot less food than they think they do. Yeah, I mean that's been amazing. To me. I mean, a few nights we've done things like eat um, peanut butter and you know crackers or something, which um, is not a new, you know in and of itself a nutritious meal. I mean, where are the vegetables and the pro- and the pro- well the proteins there, but. But it's like, you know, a few times we did that and I thought, well, I'm going to be hungry later or I won't be able to wait till noon tomorrow to eat again and discovered that, holy cow, I can actually just eat that little bit and not get hungry because it was peanut butter. That's nice. So, you know, you do learn, it is kind of a journey and you do learn things about what you can and can't eat, what you can get away with, what you can, what makes it better. I like that. I, I I like the session we did on flavor. That was a really good session because it was interesting to me to learn about that and to think about ways to make things more flavorful and therefore more enjoyable. And I do like to cook and I kind of do it in in waves. And I've been on an off wave because I was traveling and then I got back and it's like I'm in Punta Gorda. And so I'm not, it's hard, you know, so I haven't been cooking. But like the other night, my, my dinner consisted of a Greek salad because I, I, the first few days over the weekend, I kind of didn't do well. And then I thought, I better eat some greens tomorrow. <laughs> That's going to be a day of greens. And so I did. I ate salad for lunch and I ate salad for dinner. And I enjoyed it. It was very good. Falafel yeah. with it. And it was excellent. Nice. Um, and- I, love your, I love your commitment to enjoying your life, like all the travel, all the good food, the, all the being active. It's I really... Yeah admire that. So I have just one final question I wanted to ask you is, what effect do you think food has on your overall health in terms of healthy aging that you, you know, I know you're, you're striving toward? Do you, have you noticed that food makes a difference? Well, in that I area? absolutely think it makes a difference. You get more energy if you eat the right food. Um, 
you, I mean, losing weight is critical for me. I'm, I'm not, you know, morbidly obese, but I definitely have extra weight. I, uh, I'm an apple, not a pear. So I carry my weight in my upper body and every woman in my family does and, or has, and that is not healthy because you get the belly fat. And I also you know that, you know, anything I've ever read, and I read a lot, talks about healthy eating as a factor in aging. So it's, it's critical, I think. I, I have, it's not a choice. I have to do it. And yeah. I just have to always push myself to remember and to keep with good habits. And, and I, I love your program because it isn't judgmental. And so if you have a bad day or two or three weeks, um, you know, you're kind of like, that's okay. Nobody's, you know, blaming you or shaking a finger. You just go back to what works. And I like that because I do yes. I have a rough few days. And then I think, oh, that was terrible. I shouldn't, have, I, I really, you know, sometimes beat myself up. I mean, this past weekend was bad. I mean, I ate ice cream mm. more than once. I mean, it, in a day, it was like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I did it. And then I knew that I shouldn't be doing that. And I stopped. But I, I think yeah. it's, it's um, for me, it's a struggle because I love to eat so much and I love to eat fattening things so much. I mean, give me bread mm-hmm. and pasta and I'm a very happy person, but it's not good for my health. It's, I don't feel good when I eat like that. I have to add the vegetables and the beans and the water, which is another struggle because I'm not a natural water drinker. Yes. But it's just something I have to do every day of my life from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and there are going to be more trips and there are going to be more weekends and those sorts of things. And I think it's really important just to accept that. And like you said, not, you know, not beat yourself up or, you know, you do it and you say, I had ice cream twice in one day. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? And then the next day is a new day. I really wanted it and it was in the freezer and I couldn't stop it. <laughs> and I needed it. I had an emotional need for ice cream this weekend. Uh-huh. Sometimes that happens, that you know, happens. but it's, it's all about coming back to it, coming back to it and remembering, you know, why, why do I want that? Why, why should I not eat ice cream every day? You know, <laughs> of course it would help if I didn't have it to begin with in the freezer, but I did. So. True. That is, that is a very good point. You know, set up your environment for success. But they were minis, you know, I, I buy mini ice cream uh-huh. and normally one mini something is enough for the day. Right, and that's like right. my dinner treat. And I eat it with dinner because it's better to eat it with the meal than later. Right, right. right. I, was, yeah. I, was ra- I was raised to be a late night snacker. Mm-hmm. That was my mother's idea of a good evening was to finish with a, a snack before bedtime, which mm-hmm. was caloric. And right. it's a terrible way to raise a child. <laughs> but I have to, uh, you know, I know I can't do that. I have to have the whatever yeah. dessert it's going to be, it has to be small and with the meal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love this. Yep. I love all of the things that you've shared because it's, it's like, this isn't rocket science, you know, it's, it's really about having those strategies like intermittent fasting, being more active, eating more fiber, more vegetables and, and protein and not beating yourself up. But uh, it's the day to day year after yearness of it that sometimes, you know, it can be hard. But I feel your motivation. I feel that, you know, you have very strong why, which is important. Yes. 
Thank you so yeah. much for all of the tips. Did you want to say something else? No, I was going to say the only other thing is I, I've recently become enamored of sashimi. Mm-hmm. All my life, all my whole life, I've eaten sushi, but I've never eaten sashimi. And I love salmon sashimi. Mm. And I've also discovered and really enjoy poke bowls. Mm-hmm. And yes. I've discovered all over Europe, poke bowls are very popular there too. Yeah, so, yeah. And you can funny. do a poke bowl with like vegetables and stuff. It doesn't have to be a bunch of rice in there, although it is good with rice. <laughs> oh, no. I, in fact, um, there's a place in Sarasota that does, you can, one of the options is buckwheat noodles. Oh, nice. I remember um, you like those. Rice. Yeah, those yeah. are awesome. And Or brown rice. Right. So you can do that. You can, and you can cut down or tell them no rice. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I love, I love the content, you know, what you can put in there is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Like adding in different types of cuisines from around the world to keep healthy eating. Interesting. Yes, Linda. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your wisdom. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to that episode with Linda Green. I really enjoyed talking to her about her travels and her commitment to healthy aging. If you'd like to learn more about Linda, Linda is a travel advisor and she has a website called The Wise Traveler, and that's spelled with one L, thewisetraveler.com. And so if, I don't know, if you want to check out what she does, and I, she says she's been on 80 cruises, which is like incredible. And uh, so she has a lot of wisdom. And as you heard, she is a foodie as well. So if you're interested in eating well while you travel, you might want to talk to Linda. And uh, as always, if you are interested in learning more, reading some good articles, getting more inspiration about healthy weight loss and overall wellness, you can go to winweightloss.com forward slash blog. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com forward slash blog. Blog.